seeking alignment as a leader is maybe one of the most frustrating aspects of leadership because for most of us we experience a lot of misalignment you know what do we mean by alignment we mean you know that people agree people believe people are engaged the teams that we lead listen they care we have the experience as a leader that they're actually implementing whatever it is that the organization is up to you know you introduce a new policy you introduce a new procedure you introduce a new product you you talk to your sales team about a a new initiative there's a new marketing plan out there's a new um project that needs to be organized for and what we want as leaders absolutely is that our team and the people that support our teams embrace it right that's the that's the pinnacle of our vision is that our teams embrace what we're offering they come to um, believe it as much as we do and that they're carrying that vision forward as if it was their own vision right however most of us do not experience that level of engagement from our teams you know what we normally get is a range of reactions when we introduce something new we know that people uh, resist change to a large degree in life, let alone in organizations. Mostly people want to just keep doing what they've always done and they don't really want an interruption to their day to day. And you know, I understand why that is. People want to make sure that they're doing a good job for the most part. They want to know that the boss appreciates and approves of what they're doing for the most part. And anything that's new that's introduced through the organization often looks like a threat to their ability to deliver that which they're paid for or that which they see themselves accountable for, right? So I don't want a change. A big change often in sales organizations is let's say that there's a new sales manager that comes in. Ooh, new sales manager that comes in, right? And right away, the sales reps are wondering how does he or she want us now to behave what new reporting structures do we have to do what new calls do we have to be on what new questions are they going to ask how are they going to get into you know my business and look at my activity my sales activity and and critique it so that's a natural place where people resist something new new technology being introduced in an organization is a big deal as well if i'm somebody who's used to doing it one way for me maybe 30 years in some case, or it could be six months, really doesn't matter. And then somebody says, we're now not going to do it that way. We're going to do it this way. Well, to me, who needs to implement the change, there may be a lot in my day to day that that's now disrupting, so to speak. It's disruptive. At the very least, it takes me energy and time and takes me away from normal tasks to learn how to implement this new procedure. So it's very important as a leader that first of all, we have compassion, okay? We have compassion for ourselves and we have compassion for others. Having people get on board and execute and believe and fulfill the leadership's vision is, in my opinion, the most worthy challenge that we have because it takes so much from ourselves to understand the other person's world, to, to think thoughtfully through, if I implement this change, how will it impact other people's day to day? 
and often from our side of the desk, so to speak, it may look like a very good idea to implement, but we don't have the view of the people that need to implement it. And you need to be very good as a leader of removing yourself from just your blinders and stepping into their shoes and looking in advance of asking for something and understanding how really will this impact their workflow, their day, their job, and their view of themselves in their position. Again, coming from the view that mostly, my experience, people in organizations want to do a great job. They want great customer service delivered. They want great products delivered on time. They want to have a great team environment. They want success, right? So it's not that somebody who complains about a change is a bad person or is um, being disruptive for the sake of disruption. You really as a leader want to listen beyond that interpretation and get more into their world. What is it that they're seeing that you could have compassion and understanding for and then help implement or uh, align the path forward. So now here's where we get into alignment. Alignment is a phenomenon that happens in communication, right? Alignment is not a tick on a box. I, I held the meeting. I presented them the new change. I told them to do it. Or I was even really inspiring and told them to do it. That's not alignment. That's just you having a commentary about yourself. Alignment is when you keep looking as a leader and it's, you want to think about the, the wheels on a car, right? When the wheels and tires on a car are aligned, they're rolling in harmony. They're rolling in the same rhythm as each other. There's no wobble. There's no bumping. When your car's wheels are out of alignment, you have a rough ride. And that's true of organizations. When our team's out of alignment, it's a rough ride. You as a leader are eliciting that state of balance that state of harmony, that state of every wheel is working together to produce a strong ride where you can really perform, right? Obviously, if your wheels on your race car are all in balance, you can go faster, you can corner harder, you can brake uh, more efficiently. And that's a high performance organization, right? So think about alignment mechanically that way. You know, where is your organization out of alignment? And what it looks like is, you know, people disagreeing with something, people not fully bought in, people not implementing the change, people ignoring initiatives, people having side conversations where they say, you know, yes, this was passed down from above, but don't worry about it. We're not going to do anything with that. They'll stop asking about it soon, I'm sure, like most things. Those are all symptoms of misalignment. So as a leader, you want to go after where people are not aligned, knowing it's not a personal assault on you or the person who's introducing something new. It's not bad people not getting along or not following orders, okay? Come from a different view, a view of it simply, I as a leader have missed something in the implementation of whatever it is we're doing that is causing some friction. And I'm committed as a leader that we really have a well-oiled machine with less friction. And I'm compassionate and I care about other people's view because I ultimately want things to work and I want things implemented the way they're designed. Because 
if we're implementing something new, it must be because we believe we can provide better service. We can provide better market penetration. We can provide more revenue for the things we care about. We can gain better efficiencies. We can serve the markets you know, much better. So we're introducing big initiatives that we want people to believe in the culture and go out there and sell and promote and market our products and our services the same way that we feel passionate about. If you want that kind of culture, you need to care about alignment. And alignment is very different than just telling somebody to do something and then having a complaint about them. You need to shift that. You need to say, I'm going to do the mental work to really think through how this change will impact people. I need to do the mental work to find the right conversations to introduce this change in the right context with the right people and have the right people buy in. And in large organizations, that's important. And then that can cascade down through the organization at all levels. And it takes care and it takes attention and it takes thoughtfulness and you're really designing something. You're not just announcing something. All right, so alignment is that feeling. It is a feeling, it's an intangible. It's where you know that you would bet money on it, that people are really at work inside of something because they can see the value of it. They've made it their own. It's no longer the boss's request or vision or demand. It's now my own. Why? Because as an individual person in this organization, I've reached a point of alignment, which now it does not show up for me as a challenge to resist. It shows up for me as perhaps still a challenge, but for me to embrace. Because I can see from my perspective how important this is for the whole team and the organization, and I'm aligned with it. All right, that's the power of alignment. It's complex, but I want to keep it simple. It starts with your mindset. Are you going after mere uh, people agreeing with a view or telling you lip service that they believe or do you look for people actually to find themselves inside the vision for themselves of the organization and are you willing to sit down and listen are you willing to look with people side by side not one side of the desk and the other side of the desk are you willing to stick with it with your team until the path forward is everyone's path forward, just not a few members of the team's path forward. Your high performance practice is to go after where you sense there's misalignment. You don't have to use that word, by the way. You're not asking people to align. Just go out there and have new conversations, listen new ways, look to see where there's friction, ask how you can help, ask what's working, what's not working, find out where implementation is failing in the organization and have a new view that you have everything to do with that. Not that it's your fault, it's just that you can impact it, okay, versus just having an opinion after the fact that they didn't do something. Alignment is the secret ingredient for leadership. Go out there and see where it's missing, and then you'll benefit from those results long into the future.